Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I hope you're all awesome and well. Hey, good morning, Alison, Brendan, Papinda, Nicole, Graham, Chris, Hardik. Good to see the regulars on. Nice and early uh, and quick on the hellos. Hey, Andrew. Good to see you, mate. Good morning. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat, team. Good to see a bunch of you jumping on while things are warming up. Uh, Jesse, how are you, mate? Uh, yeah, had a pretty good weekend, Hardik. Thank you for asking, mate. Hopefully you did too. Hopefully wherever you were, chilling at home, hanging with the kids, the missus, the, the, the husband, the partner, whatever it is these days. Um, hope you had a good time too. Anyone who's new, hello to you. The regulars are here, like Simon and Tanya and Margaret and Harami, Kara and Elise. But uh, anyone who's new, Jason Witten's my name, as it said there before. Been property investing over 20 years, coaching property investors across Australia and New Zealand uh, for a fairly long time, over 18. Along the way, we learn a few things. Uh, still going strong. And each morning we get together with some crazy crew, maybe just like you, talk about real estate, talk about investing, talk about all that sort of stuff. So if you're brand new, if you're new, you stumbled by or you've just joined our mentoring and coaching program, welcome. Uh, give us a shout out in the chat. Let us know where you're from and uh, what you're up to. Hardik uh, drove from Adelaide to Melbourne. Hey mate, that was uh, that might have been that must have been a bit of a bit of an interesting road trip. I don't mind a road trip myself. But uh, there you go. Hey, listen, this morning I thought, team, with our Wealth Coffee Chat, we might have a chat. Uh, I've had a few conversations and questions around the idea of what's an asset, you know, um, how do you define it, how do you understand it. A few conversations, especially with some younger people about, you know, um, buying digital currency and, and buying different things and analysing and understanding an asset Um and what is an asset? What's an asset to you with your investment portfolio um, and how it sort of fits in? So I thought this morning we might um, dive into that a little bit when it comes to uh, what we're up to. And I always find it's a good, uh, a good idea to have um, three founding questions whenever I'm having a conversation. All right, well, I'm gonna, we're going to chat about what that means. And then that gives us a bit of foundation for what we talk about. So we have sort of like an anchor point for our discussion, all right, as we go along. So there we go. Uh, Anne-Marie is all the way from Port Stephens. Anne-Marie, great to see you. And um, Roy's in from Benora Point. Hey, great to, he great to hear from you, Roy. Thanks for Zooming in or dialing in or living in or however it happens over the, uh, the airwaves or the digital world these days. We can be anywhere, really, can't we, which is pretty awesome. Um, Pretty awesome when it comes to this stuff. So thanks for joining. Great to have you here, um, wherever you're from, flying on in. So I have these three foundation questions that I ask myself when it comes to things that I hear, things that I want to discuss. Um, gives me some rational rationalization foundation points for me as an investor. And sometimes I even um, apply these to other conversations as well. I don't know if anyone can guess these, I have three questions um, I ask myself that gives me sort of a foundation, uh, an ATW, a CTW, and a, and a SW. Okay, I don't know if anyone knows what they might be. Maybe give it a guess um, when it comes to 
Let's discuss what an asset is. I can apply these questions anywhere. Let's discuss what an asset is. Let's discuss what you and I might define as an asset to us. So that keeps us kind of like in a, a, a runway, a lane when we're making decisions about our, uh, our outcome, our assets, uh, our, uh, our future, okay, as we go. So the idea for us as property investors, most of us are buying properties to own for income in the future, which is rental passive income in the future, okay? So chuck it in the chat right now. Uh, if you know a few of the sayings around here that we have, and one of them uh, is about this concept of in the future, our properties are an asset that we want to create an income for us, okay? An income for us. So how do we maybe discuss that this morning? We're going to sort of dive into to that concept because all of us, as we think about what we're doing, buy well, never sell. Absolutely, Andrew. That is that is the, the the prime one. We need to set up a baseline of conversation. Ownership and keeping forever is my conversation. It's a marathon, not a sprint. We're going to go the distance. Today's conversation is not about buying and selling. I believe that's actually business activity. That's a trading activity. It's not an income asset ownership wealth activity. Uh, so I'm talking about that as we go along. So there's a few of the Few of the few of the regular crew who are all over it. All right. So what does this what does this look like? We're going to ask ourselves a question and we're going to try and answer it. But we're going to have these three foundational pieces in place as we go. What's an asset? We're going to say, all right. Well, uh, in the definition, according to who? According to who? Okay. What's an asset? Well, according to who? This is my opinion. Uh, based in some experience and understanding about what I want to try and achieve and what I've been helping property investors achieve. So that's who it's according to, Jason. Now, it might be a different definition for someone else, but I'll give you my rationale around that um, in, in, uh, in a moment. Okay, the next foundational conversation or question in my head is like, okay, who according to who? Whose opinion? Uh, and all right, compared to... What? Okay, you you can't have an isolated isolated question. Oh, an asset's a grapefruit. Well, and you tell me all about how great grapefruit are, but we're not comparing it to a baseline. Or compared to to what? So we'll have a a crack at the compared to what as well. And then, last but not least, I always have this question in my head. Fantastic, grapefruit are wonderful, but for me, I also ask myself the question. So what? Does it matter? Do I need to know? Does that form part of my future or boom? <laughs> yeah, Alison, and so what? Yeah, perfect. Good work, Laura. And so what? You know, these are the things that I use often to rationalize these conversations. Oh, the interest rates are going up. Okay, well, this is an interesting one going on. According to who? Well, according to the media, according to the banks. Okay, compared to what? Okay, well, the interest rates are 2%. If they go to 3%, really? So what? All right? So we, we have this conversation with ourselves as we go along. So that's what I want to talk about this morning. Um, and we might dive into the idea of let's do a little rationalization test when it comes to understanding assets. All right? For me, this is the Jason, the, the according to who. 
According to Jason, according to some of my experience sharing it with you guys as property investors, how do we build a, a core wealth of property value for us to be able to have wealth and income in the future? All right, we're going to do a low, medium, high kind of uh, conversation here when it comes to this, uh, this kind of matrix. And this could be endless, but I've just put in here today, cash as an asset. I've heard cash as an asset, right? I don't think cash is an asset at all. Um, residential real estate. Now, I'm not putting in industrial or commercial. I'm just putting residential. A, a share portfolio, which you're buying from the stock market, and digital currency. We're going to do four rationalizations here and have a bit of a conversation about what that means. All right. So get ready in the chat. Tell me right now, low, medium, low, medium or high, if you have cash and it's in the bank, what type of, what type of return, what type of uh, definition or classification would you say, low, medium or high? I probably should put a zero down there, but tell me right now in the chat, if you have cash in a bank account, um, or you have cash stored somewhere, if you have cash stored somewhere, what type of income will that create for you? Yeah, and it's low, okay? Matter of fact, team, matter of fact, in reality, in reality, if you take into consideration inflation, then the, uh, the return on cash is going backwards. Boom, Nigel. Yeah, you're dead right. Nigel's all over it. It's negative. CPI. So today we're going to do low and, you know, most of us know that if cash sitting in a bank account um, is being offset, well, compared to CPI, you're going backwards. You guys know this. Cash is trash, right? Uh, and a bank account should be called a losings account, okay? Brendan, boom, absolutely. If it's sitting in the offset account, yes, it can absolutely be much more beneficial. Sadly, Brendan, unfortunately, most of the general population don't know about that and the lenders and the banks don't want you to know about it either, okay, um, as we go along. And Brendan, as you think about it, you know, if your interest rate is 2% now, wow, okay, uh, uh, when the interest rates were like 5 and 6 and 8%, 7 8%, money in an offset account was the cheapest, easiest, low-risk money or or cash return you could ever get. Uh, but now interest rates are so low, um, it starts to become a bit of an issue. So, But it helps absolutely, Brendan, uh, 100% if it's attached to an offset account. So growth um, with, with cash, again, let's go through here. I would sort of say in com compared to other asset classes, you know, cash can have low growth. It, 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 it'll have no growth or zero growth if it's cash in your own currency just sitting there. But, you know, you might buy other cash. We're not going to talk about that, actually, as we go. Any tax benefits of, of storing cash? No, there's low to no tax benefits. Uh, can you get any leverage out of cash? Uh, no, very little low to no. And volatility? Well, the volatility is low, but that actually, for some of us, is a good thing, right? So it's low, but if we go through this, we go, that's not great, that's not great, that's not great, that's not great, but this one's okay, okay? <laughs> Let's have a look at that. We might give that a green tick, and we go, okay, that was okay. Everyone cool with that? But for me, that 
is not good enough, okay? So let's have a look at this, team. Let's look at residential real estate. Uh, can we create an income out of it? Yeah, in compared to compared to cash. So the income compared to cash, I would give that a medium. Hard exit in there, right? So let's go medium. Growth in real estate, ownership growth. Um, again, I'd give it a medium. Tax benefits in real estate. What would you guys say? Tax benefits, tax uh, incentives, tax stuff. Now, we know this stuff can change, all right? We know this stuff can change. Um, but what would you guys give um, real estate when it comes to its tax effectiveness? Anyone put it in there? I'm going to give it a high. Absolutely. Boom, Brendan. Owning real estate, own your own home, no tax, folks. Zero, right? Then you get capital gains tax deductions, depreciation, offsets, et cetera, et cetera. So there we go. Leverage. Leverage. Turning $1 into $10 worth of assets. High. Okay. And volatility, in reality, volatility for me, I would say with real estate, for me, I would say low. I think it's actually low in comparison and volatility is the speed of the ups and downs. In my head, I would say low. So for me here, I, I would give this a pretty good boom, boom. I'd give it ticks all around. Now, I'm very real estate centric when it comes to the world of investing. You too might be. But then when we think about the idea when it comes to this stuff, Think about that as we go along, all right? Now, shares. Now, I want to do a definition here because the cheeky the cheeky um, financial planners say to you, oh, yeah, no, the return on shares is like uh, 10%. And I'm like, okay, well, was well, that the dividend, which is the rent from the shares that you own? Oh, no, the dividend was 3%. But we bought and sold all, we, all the growth of that was included, and that's the total return. So that's according to what, uh, compared to what, bullshit, okay? Let me tell you, okay? So when we're talking about this, the, the, the ownership of shares, long-term, buy well, never sell, um, uh, I would put medium income. I would put medium income in there, okay? Uh, again, I would put medium growth for most long-term bought uh, blue chip stock portfolios, quite good over the long term, fantastic. Tax benefits, I, I would put in there medium, okay, um, as we go as well. It doesn't have depreciation and other things as we go. And then leverage, uh, I would put in there medium, probably, actually, I'm going to put low because for most of us, we would not use um, overdrafts directly against, not overdrafts, um, uh, I've had a mental blank now when it comes to uh, margin loans. Margin loans, sorry, folks. Margin loans in leverage because I think the volatility can be high. For me, that's my analysis when it comes to buying straightforward blue chip stock uh, and seeing what we can do. So for me, there's a, there's a tick in a couple of things here but there's certainly a couple of crosses over here when it comes to lack of leverage and the volatility for me. And up here we go cash, okay, when it comes to that stuff. So 
and we're we're doing this analysis for ourselves going okay well where do we put some of our money how do we allocate our assets you know rationalizing you and your wealth as an investor into the future um, and understanding these pieces are important for you to rationalize and make decisions based on what you're going to invest in okay as we go along now let's look at the next one okay um, digital currency okay now might might uh, it, I, I'm a big fan I think digital currency has a future or digital um, fiat stuff has a future um, but for me as an investor am I putting a lot of money in there at this point in time no uh, and I rationalize this concept when it comes to owning these things. So let's just have a look at it, okay? Um, okay, digital account, let's just use Bitcoin or something like that. What income just from owning that thing do you get from, from Bitcoin? Any, anyone know? It's actually zero. Just owning it, not selling it, buying it and selling it um, as we go, okay? so. There's zero, not even low, but there's zero income. All right, it's it's more than low. At least where cash, wherever it's sitting, is getting. If it's in a bank, if it's sitting under your bed, then you're probably <laughs> zero anyway. But let's say so. Uh, growth. Well, that can be high, right? That certainly can be high, if not crazy high. Okay. Uh, I I know someone who bought um, a little bit of um, a little bit of. Uh, a digital uh, asset the other the other day literally bought it for a thousand and now it's worth two thousand right so uh, but for me the rationalization around that is more like um, gambling FOMO missing out when it compares to the other assets and the understanding of an asset tax benefits low we don't know yet it's certainly some pretty interesting things at this point in time a bit misunderstood not as commonly understood as as everywhere else leverage so just own it can you go to the bank and get a loan against it low no okay and volatility volatility high so for me folks when you're looking at this right now and you go right this is a big cross here um a big cross there and a big cross there Okay, I don't know about tax benefits at the moment, so we're going to leave that alone. But certainly, the, the behavior, you certainly can get growth, weird straight growth um, in that space, right? Okay, and then this is the rationalization as we go along. And Brendan said, in a nutshell, real estate ticks the boxes. I'm a big believer of that, Brendan, for sure. And it kind of comes to that that you go, all right, well, all right. Well, maybe maybe as we go, we might um, we might have a look at this stuff, and we go. All right, as a percentage of a pie, as a percentage of a pie, and we might have a profile where we like to invest. You know, maybe maybe for us, we might have you know eighty percent to ninety percent in some of that simpler stuff let's say in property and some shares let's do that let's go to kind of like for me this is how it, how it sits for me you go all right well you know 80 percent in real estate 
you know, we've got some shares and then we've got some other stuff. Now, this might be, you know, 15% and then that might be 5%. So if you wanted to get some exposure, let's say, and learn about digital currency, but you didn't want to blow your world up, maybe that's how you do it. Put a small amount of dollars in and get to learn that sort of thing. So hopefully that makes sense today because I, I, I always hear these conversations about, you know, can, you know, should I buy that asset? And if you bought, let's say, digital currency or you had cash as your asset, it doesn't add a lot of value to your ability to borrow and other things. Now, um, as you as you go um, uh, along the way, yeah, the whiteboard's um, the whiteboard's pretty cool, Shahandan. Uh, um, thanks, man. So, all right, folks. Well, that's that's about it today. Remember, according to who, compared to what, and so what. All right. Maybe today was a so what. Maybe not so what, Jason. I get it, but so what. Or today was like okay, compared to what. Compared to real estate, uh, cash is rubbish. Compared to shares, you know, um, cash and shares might work for you, whatever it is, whatever it is. Hopefully that was uh, of use um, because that's it. We're done. Wealth Coffee Chat uh, for today, 21st of Feb, over and out, Monday, Marvelous Monday. So there you go. All right, folks, that's it from me. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you have an awesome day. Remember, buy well. Never sell. And this thing's a marathon, not a sprint, so take your time. Keep it on track. Don't get distracted um, as we go. Yeah, and see you tonight, folks. We have got uh, a big conversation tonight about adding income value to your real estate. This rent boom, we're in the middle of a, of, of a rent boom we've never seen before, folks. Um, we're going to talk about that tonight at Mentoring. And uh, myself and Sam have got some special stuff for you. So don't miss it. Hopefully see you guys there uh, tonight. You guys know the drill. There'll be an email. It'll be in the, the Facebook group, wherever it is. Jump on there, folks. All right, that's it from me. I better roll. You guys be well, be safe, and see you tonight. Bye-bye.